We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, I want to talk about the fact that I've been fact-checked again on social media for simply posting a story about the United Nations and the fact that they've issued a statement dumbing down the line of consent between adults and children to essentially nothing. Is that a fact or is that fictitious? That's today's show. I'm Dr. Ever Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thanks for listening to the show. Well, as we wrap up the week, I want to go back to a show that I did, I don't know, I think it was more than a week ago. It was on the story of the United Nations and the fact that they have issued a report that eliminates the line between 18-year-olds and adults, the line of consent, sexual consent, between some old man preying on a minor for sex. The United Nations has said that there should be no international law against that and that the line of consent is blurry. And when they issued the statement, they just said that they felt that the 18-year-old line, the number 18, was arbitrary. They didn't say it should be 17. They didn't say it should be 16. They didn't say anything about how low they will go in terms of that line of consent being blurred and eliminated. And when I report on it, Facebook flags me, saying that this is inaccurate, lacks context. I've been fact-checked by Facebook again. So I'm going to go over this story with you one more time, and I'll share with you exactly what the United Nations report says, and then you can draw the conclusion as to whether or not the Information I'm sharing with you is factual, or whether it's a fabrication. Is it fantasy, or is it accurate? And what gives Facebook the right to interpret the United Nations report and its documents? But yet you and I don't have the intelligence, the right, to read and interpret it likewise. We're too stupid, apparently. Some 21-year-old purple-haired tattooed, nosed ring fact checker at Facebook is smarter than all of you combined. They can tell you what you can read and what you can't read. They can censor everything and just declare, it's just not true. That's not a fact. It lacks context. You didn't read it accurately. We're smarter than you, and we'll tell you what it said. Don't trust your eyes. Don't trust your education because you are buffoons. You're rednecks. You're conservatives. You need us smart folks to read the books for you, read the reports for you, and then tell you what they really say. This is how bad it's getting. 
I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Let's take a break. I'll be right back in a couple minutes. In 1978, George and Kate Tedford set out to protect Oklahoma businesses better. Today, their son and our CEO, Mark Tedford, is excited to carry on his family's legacy. Professional liability, compliance, property, workers' comp, health and life. Tedford Insurance's dedicated team gives you access to the nation's largest insurance providers, negotiates the best rates, and protects their own legacy like no one else. Call 918-299-2345 or tedfordinsurance.com. The Patriot Auto Group, locally owned and operated. The Patriot family of dealerships takes great pride in supporting the communities we serve throughout the great state of Oklahoma. The Patriot Auto Group's charitable work has been recognized throughout Oklahoma. Whether it's visiting one of our local dealerships or simply shopping and buying online with our doorstep delivery, the Patriot Auto Group takes the stress out of buying a new or used vehicle. And every purchase comes with our exclusive peace of mind, Patriot Pledge. You get engines for life, plus one-year maintenance and 10 full years of roadside assistance plus so much more. Sure, we can sell you a car, but supporting our community and lending a hand to our neighbors in need? Sold. The Patriot Auto Group. Proud Oklahomans in the communities we serve. Okay, so welcome back to the Rebellion. So I want to review this story, the story that was in the Washington Free Beacon a week or so ago. And the headline says, says this, UN, United Nations, says minors can consent to sex. Again, that's the headline in the Washington Free Beacon. Now, here's how the story goes. Sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual, in fact, if not in law. That's a quote. Okay, I didn't make that up in the Washington Free Beacon didn't make that up. That's a quote from the United Nations. Sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual in fact, if not in law. Now, what are they saying there? Even though the law says that this is wrong, it's actually consensual, in fact, between adults and persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent. I didn't, again, I didn't make it up. The Washington Free Beacon and nobody else made it up. The United Nations, says the report, or says this article, is working to mainstream sex with minors, stating in a report that relations with underage individuals can be considered consensual despite worldwide prohibitions on such acts. And what would those worldwide prohibitions be? Laws. (laughs) Okay. They're saying that there are laws across the world in multiple nations that prohibit adults, make it illegal for adults to engage in sex with minors. And there's an age that defines what a minor is. In many nations, it's 18. In some nations, it's less. And what the United Nations report says is that sexual conduct involving persons below this age, the prescribed minimum age of consent to sex, may be considered consensual. In fact, so in reality, it's a consensual relationship, is what the United Nations article or uh, report is saying. 
Even though the laws still prohibit this, it's consensual, in fact, in reality. That's what it says. But yet I'm being fact-checked by Facebook for posting this. Here's more from the United Nations document. Sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be considered, in fact, if not law. Okay? This... This is, what the, this is what I already read, but I want to go further and read more out of the document. These, these advocates for decriminalizing the acts between adults and minors, this, this is something that they consider a human right. They call it a human rights-based approach to laws governing sexual relations. More. More from the document. So build upon that that statement that I've read to you a couple times here that says that relationships below the prescribed minimum age are consensual. Maybe not in law, but they're consensual in fact. They go on and say this, the enforcement of criminal law should reflect the rights and capacity of persons under 18 years of age to make decisions about engaging in consensual sexual conduct, and their right to be heard in matters concerning them. Close quote. That's from the ICJ, the International Committee of Jurists, which is part of the United Nations Office of High Commissioner for Human Rights. Okay. Pursuant to their evolving capacities and progressive autonomy, persons under 18 years of age should participate in decisions affecting them with due regard to their age, maturity, and best interest, and with specific attention to non-discrimination guarantees. There it is, non-discrimination guarantees. So they're trying to groom children under 18 years of age to think that if they engage in purient sexual behavior, LGBTQI to be more specific, if they engage in that behavior, they're a minority. And anybody telling them not to engage in that behavior is discriminating against them. And that's, that should be more illegal than some 45-year-old man preying on a 17, 16, 15, 14. I mean, you tell me. They took the... They took the boundary away. They tore the fence down. The fence was 18. They just tore it down and says that and said that's wrong. It shouldn't be 18. But they constructed no new fence. And they're not stupid. They're no, they know what they're doing. They tore the boundary down and they built no new boundary. They're arguing against the law, but they're not proposing any new law. Rather than proposing that it should be 17 rather than 18, and that might be open for debate. You could argue that 18, 17, what's the difference? Okay, you can argue that. But when you just tear down the law, tear down the fence that says 18 on it, and construct new, no new fence, no fence that says, oh, you can't, you can't have sex with 16-year-olds, 15-year-olds, 14-year-olds. You, you've opened up Pandora's box. It's endless. And you can continue to use their logic. Their logic, which says, pursuant to their children, children's evolving capacities and progressive autonomy, persons under 18 years of age should participate in decisions affecting them with due regard to their age, maturity, and best interests. So do you see where we're going with this? If you can argue that a 14-year-old was mature, mature beyond her years, physically more mature, 
If you can argue that that 14-year-old was more mature than all of the problems that we have with Jeffrey Epstein, go away. And all of the people in his little black book were doing nothing wrong because it was consensual. Because persons under 18 years of age, sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex, well, that's consensual. Yeah, it was against the law, but it was consensual. That's what they're saying. You can't read it any other way. But yet, I'm being fact-checked by Facebook. Am I aggravated? Yes, so should you be. You could disagree with me. You, should, you could argue that the age of 18 is, is arbitrary and that one nation, one culture might say 17 and one might say 16. But they've opened up the gate. They've torn down the fence, if, I, if you'll allow me to continue to use that metaphor, that analogy. They not only opened the gate, they tore down the whole corral. So the wolves that were circling the sheep can now prey on them at will and just claim that the sheep consented because of their maturity, their advanced years. They were wise. They were sexually wise and more sexually interested than most 14-year-olds. So obviously, they consented. And to argue against us is discrimination because the behavior in question was not heterosexual, it was homosexual, it was trans, it was bi, it was fluid. Okay, more. Okay, I want to read more. This document advocates for a lot of troubling ideas, and by policy says Grace Melton, a Trump administration appointee to the United Nations who works as an analyst for the Heritage Foundation think tank. Not only does it suggest that minors may be mature enough to consent to sexual activity, but it also asserts that criminal law may not in any way impair the so-called right to abortion or to gender-affirming care. So it's not just about consenting to sexual intercourse. It's about consenting to an abortion. You know, a 12-year-old, a 14-year-old has the right to consent to an abortion. They're adult enough to do so. Or gender-affirming care. What's that mean? Surgery. A 12-year-old, a 14-year-old, a 16-year-old, a 10-year-old. As long as they're mature enough, and we're considering the arbitrary definition of maturity here, that's subjective. That's relative to the individual. If, you, if they're mature enough to, uh, to make decisions on sexual intercourse at 14 or 13 or 12, then surely they're mature enough to make the same decisions with regard to sex when it comes to amputating functioning organs from their bodies letting witch doctors butcher them and give them hysterectomies or mastectomies. Or in the case of male gender-affirming care, removing their, castrating them, castrating them, actually amputating their sexual organs. More from Melton, Grace Melton from the Heritage Foundation. This report, she says, illustrates some of the consequences of the progressive left's expansion of what constitutes human rights. It's now a human right for an adult to engage in sexual activity with a minor because that adult browbeat and manipulated and encouraged and convinced that minor that it was consensual. As long as you can get that done, and you can document and prove it was consensual, then the arbitrary age between adults and minors is insignificant and really irrelevant. That's the world we have from the left, folks. <sighs> 
more. Other portions of this report advocate for mass decriminalization of sex acts. As part of this decriminalization, consensual sexual conduct, irrespective of the type of sexual activity, the sex, gender, sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression of the people involved, or their marital, excuse me, or their marital status, may not be criminalized in any circumstances. That was a direct quote. That's a quote from the United Nations document. I want you to hear that again, and you tell me whether I'm being factual, or if I'm making it up. Other parts of the report decriminalize consensual sexual conduct irrespective of the type of sexual activity the sex gender sexual orientation gender identity or gender expression of the people involved or their marital status none of this stuff can be criminalized in any circumstances well what gave the united nations the power to be god over every other country when it comes to establishing laws that keep men from preying on young girls, or young boys, as the case may be today. The United Nations goes on. Consensual same-sex, as well as consensual different-sex relations, or consensual sexual relations with or between trans, non-binary, and other gender-diverse people, or outside marriage, whether premarital or extramarital, may therefore never be, never, that's not, that's not an arbitrary word, never be criminalized. Now, they're saying this in the same context that they think it's wrong and it shouldn't be criminal for adults to engage in sex with minors. This is not a coincidence. This is all part of the same worldview, the same ideology. One has to wonder, what in the world are these dudes doing that are part of this ICJ, this International Committee of Jurists. Were they all on Jeffrey Epstein's plane, and were they all partying on his island? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, would you? I mean, let's see the black book. How many of these jurists are cited? The legal policy director of the ICJ, uh, Ian Siderman, said in a statement that laws criminalizing sex not only violate human rights, but the fundamental principles of criminal law themselves. So, a law that says, again, the context here, the context of this entire article and this report from the United Nations is that they're saying that the the barrier, the fence, the boundary, the wall that protects minors from being preyed upon sexually by adults, should be torn down. Get rid of that arbitrary barrier of 18. We're not going to tell you to construct a new one that says 17, 16, 14, yeah, none of that. We're not not even going to talk about constructing a new one because it's clear in everything else we're saying that we don't think there should be any boundaries. Proof to that point? Proof to that point? Ian Siderman the policy director for this committee, this International Committee of Jurists for the United Nations, says that laws criminalizing sex not only violate human rights, but the fundamental principles of criminal law themselves. Really? Why don't you clarify that laws that criminalize adults having sex with minors should be retained? Why don't you say that? Because they don't believe the laws should be retained. 
But Facebook ignores all of this and facts check and fact checks me and everybody else who's posting this article. No explanation other than they just disagree. They read it differently. My commentary, your reading lacks context. Context? Look at what's going on. Context? Look at the way children are being abused. You want context? Look at the bill in the state of Washington that now allows medical transgender interventions on minors without parental consent. You want context? There's your context. The Washington state bill that would strip parents' rights to even intervene on their kids' behalf when medical care in certain circumstances involves sexual transition surgeries. It's called Senate Bill 559, an act relating to supporting youth. That's what they're calling it, supporting it. It's an act relating to butchering youth, stealing children from their parents, and not even telling the parents where the kids are. This act, Senate Bill 559 in Washington, allows host homes for runaway youth to house youth without parental permission. This is language directly from the bill, folks. And furthermore, the host homes do not need to notify parents about their kids, where they are, or if they are getting medical interventions. This is another quote from the bill. If there is a compelling reason not to notify the parents, which includes a youth seeking protected health services. A minor, a 12-year-old, runs away from home, or maybe is even kidnapped by some deviant trans performer, takes the kid to a host home, quote-unquote, and now in the state of Washington, it's legal to kidnap that kid, not let the parents know where the kid is, and then proceed to amputate functioning parts of that kid's body without telling the parents what's going on. This is barbaric. That's in the state of Washington. At the same time, in the state of California, they're doing the same ridiculous stuff. You don't have to notify the parents or the legal guardian in the state of California if the kid is pursuing transgender therapy. They're considering legislation that would restrict parents' rights. Some critics have even accused the bill in the state of California of sanctioning kidnapping. This stuff is going through the Senate in California. It'll pass. Counselors, high school counselors, are now given free reign to encourage your kids to transition, to leave home, to go to a host home, to hide, be protected by the state while you amputate parts of your body and celebrate this mutilation. One person in California who still has a brain said this, a counselor that testified against the bill in California said, it is apparent that one result of this bill will be the removal of trans-identified children from the family home. In the dystopian nightmare we are in, if a parent doesn't use the child's chosen pronoun or name, they are labeled dangerous. This was Pamela Garfield Jager, a counselor. Again, one of the few that still has a brain. You know, Jesus commented on this. Not only Jesus, but others in the Bible. 
in the Psalms, attributed to David. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward, like arrows in the hand of a warrior, are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies at the gate. Children are a blessing. It's our obligation to protect them. They're ours, our arrows, in our quiver. Isaiah said this, All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. To be taught by the Lord, not the government, not these crackpots at the United Nations, or even the lunatic school counselor in your local school systems. Taught by the Lord. That's your obligation to train up a child in the way he should go, so that when he is old, he shall not depart. Jesus says this, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Jesus is elevating the innocence of children there, folks, if you didn't get the, the message. In the Gospel of John, he says this, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. And then he said in the Gospel of Mark, this is still from Jesus, people. Let the children come to me. Don't hinder them. For to such belongs the kingdom of God. Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. He clearly believes the children are special, innocent. Let the children come to me. Do not hinder them, for such belongs the kingdom of God. In Ephesians, fathers are, set, are told not to provoke their children. Bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. It's your responsibility. They're your children. It says that. Okay, that the Bible says. They're not the government's children. Fathers, do not provoke whose children? Your children to anger. But bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, says Jesus in Matthew. One more time. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. Don't despise the children. He also said, it's better for you to have a millstone tied around your neck and to be cast into the sea. One more time. It's better for you to have a millstone tied around your neck and be thrown into the sea and drowned than to lead one of these little ones, these children, astray. The United Nations is saying that men can prey on children. The state of Washington is moving laws through their legislature so that adults can prey on children. Not only use them sexually for their pleasure, but encourage these children to mutilate their own bodies, irreparably so. Make themselves sterile at the minimum, but actually amputate functioning parts of their bodies and celebrate it. How did we get here? I'll tell you how we got here. We got here by allowing these deviants to tell us 
that everything I just said is, is false, that it needs to be fact-checked. We got here by basically allowing George Orwell's big brother to tell us that the sky is green and grass is blue, that two plus two is five, not four. We got here by repeating that nonsense over and over again, over and over again, that truth is false and false is true, that war is peace and peace is war. We got here by allowing these arrogant elitists to tell our children in our public schools that everything that their parents have taught them to be true is not, that their parents are rubes and liars, They're just dumb folks that need to be ignored. We need to protect you from your parents, they said. Because your parents don't believe it's a good thing for you to amputate functioning organs, healthy organs, healthy body parts from your body. Your parents don't think that's a good idea, and your parents are wrong. Your parents need to be fact-checked. Your parents think it's wrong for you to have sex with an adult. You have the right. You have the autonomy. It's bigotry. It's just simply evil for your parents to say that you shouldn't, or anybody else to say that you shouldn't. The state should have no laws against that. That's just old-fashioned. That's what they're being taught. They're being taught more about that than they are about how to read and write and how to count. They're being taught to deconstruct everything, deconstruct even their own bodies deconstruct the laws that protect them from the predators that want to violate their bodies. Think fact check me till the cows come home. But you can read the report yourself and decide. I'm Dr. Everett Piper and this is The Rebellion.